Hey guys, I want to welcome you to the weekly Wednesday for the Financial Freedom Newsletter, where every week, every Wednesday, we delve into something inspirational, motivational, something excerpt taken from the Financial Freedom Weekly Newsletter. Wherever you are, if you're listening on Spotify, on iTunes, Google, be sure to click the like, subscribe, share, comment. Without ado, let's get into the show. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. As you know, I'm always looking for people on the cutting edge, doing innovative things, changing the world, breaking the mold. So today I have James Lewis. He goes by Jimmy, and he is a founder, disruptor, entrepreneur, startup expert. And we're going to hear more about his background, his life story, and we're going to talk about disruption, entrepreneur. Jimmy, welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. I you know, look forward to the chance to get to know you, and thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, it's interesting because um, you know we had connected through Podmatch, and um, you know what's interesting is in your bio you um, you have uh, education. Looks like you're um, an athlete. So tell people how you got started and and um, your story. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, thanks for the chance to share. Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if my story is uh, interesting and unique or not. I think everyone's got you know their own spin on uh-huh. uniqueness, their own kind of life story. I'll kind of start from from the top. So my family, uh, both mother and father, were in the military, um, had the chance to live all over the country, from Texas to Georgia to Seattle to Alabama. But I always grew up, uh, what I'd say is like a lifelong learner and an athlete. And I really enjoy learning new sports. So played multiple sports in high school, multiple sports in college. But on the same token, I kind of was lucky enough to always understand that there's going to have to be somewhat of life after sports, um, <laughs> especially at, at the competitive level. But it doesn't mean there has to be you know, life after athleticism. To me, that's core to who I am, something that I really enjoy uh, doing. So when so I went to college, uh, played college football, um, had the chance to play basketball in college as well. Uh, it was you know, a great opportunity. Happened to be a little bit better at football than basketball. So I had a, a short stint in the NFL um, as well. Um, but I really did focus on my education in college. So I finished up my five years. I, in, you know, here you've got this thing called a red shirt. So you, um, your first year, you can essentially opt out of playing and you'll be on a five-year scholarship. So I did finish up my five years in school with 
undergraduate degree and then two master's degrees as well, um, an MBA and then a master's in finance. After my short stint with the uh, Tennessee Titans, I went up to Wall Street and began working up there. My goal is to spend a couple of years up there and uh, gain as much experience as possible, understand the market, understand what it's like to really work hard and grind um, you know, outside of sports. And um was lucky enough to stumble on an opportunity in Tampa, Florida for a startup in healthcare. And we launched a essentially a nationwide network of spine surgery centers. We had a pretty interesting spin on it, though. We created a direct consumer marketing model. It was all cash pay. Um, so we kind of bucked the typical healthcare trends from that perspective. And we were actually the first company in all of healthcare to market direct consumer through Google AdWords um, back in 2005 and six. Um, and so we had a really fun uh, you know, venture doing that. And I've subsequently had the chance to go on and uh, start a couple other companies that I'd be happy to talk about. Um, and then in between company one and company two, I actually continued my sports career and made a run at the um, U.S. Olympic team in rowing. So I moved out to California, spent time at the Olympic Training Center for about a year and a half and um, kind of prime myself to get ready for the 2006. That's kind of in a nutshell, um, a little bit of like the Reader's Digest version of my life story. Um, but I'm also happily married and we have an 11 year old daughter. And uh, so as you can imagine that that keeps me busy and very fulfilled as well. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so I talked to a lot of guests um, on the show and usually they're either athletes, they're military executives entrepreneurs investors people that are have to perform and produce at the highest levels so tell us a really interesting so going from athlete to entrepreneur is it a hard transition easy you know what mindset shifts do you have to do um tell us more sure you know um being a professional athlete and being an entrepreneur you know individually is certainly never easy um I don't know what non-athletes felt and or experienced when they went into uh, their entrepreneurial career. Uh, I know that being an athlete and understanding discipline, teamwork, camaraderie, leadership, um, uh, trying to create a collective mission towards something bigger than just yourself, I think all those things are directly translatable into business. Although I had the unique experience to experience sports at a high level and then translate that to business, I know that other entrepreneurs have their own journey um, and they where they learn discipline and camaraderie and teamwork, um, you know, unique ways of thinking and really working towards a common cause and a bigger goal. They might have learned that in other aspects of their life uh, as well. So for me, I was fortunate that the avenue was sports, but it's certainly there's certainly many avenues to successful entrepreneurialism. But those are some of the traits that I learned. And then I also think that a lot of entrepreneurialism is frankly timing and luck, right? And there's, you know, you can work hard and have a great idea, but if the launch is poorly timed and if some things just don't fall in place for you, it can create even more unforeseen challenges and problems. And I think that's oftentimes the difference between successful businesses and unsuccessful businesses sometimes just a little bit of timing and properly launched into a marketplace at the right time um, i'll give you a great example our startup our first startup in healthcare 
Had we started that company today, it would not have been nearly as successful. Um, we were at a time where there was no other real players in the market. Google AdWords was a really small player in the market. It was a brand new concept. And now the market's flooded where almost every single company has to utilize AdWords to some extent to compete. And so the competitive landscape would have been a lot tougher for us. And that's, to me, a really good example of where timing just, you know, just made sense. Yeah, timing is everything. So a couple of questions. Uh, what talking about, I know, you know, we talk about these, but uh, talk about being a disruptor. What's the number one piece of advice you can offer to emerging entrepreneurs? Um, I'm, I'm curious. Sure. Uh, yeah, disruption is interesting because oftentimes it's not intentional. Um, sometimes it's even overlooked. And I believe in entrepreneurialism or entrepreneurship that it is a lot about being a mission-driven leader towards trying to solve a problem. And so when you have a mission and you're trying to solve a problem, whether it's in healthcare and you believe there's an unmet need with patients, or it's in business and consumer products where you're trying to get something into the hands of somebody else, there is going to be headspace and dollars spent in those areas where it would not have been where it may have been spent elsewhere. And theoretically, that's what causes that disruption. You're really shifting your consumer's attention from one product to another or one idea to another. Um, so I believe that you should focus on a mission and solving the problem and create the proper, most efficient path to, to do that. And oftentimes when that is, as lots of people say, a better mousetrap, it causes that form of disruption in the industry. Yeah, so well said. Um, another thing I, you know, you talk about is, uh, especially for athletes, routines are very important. What What is some high value routines that you do, your life hacks, uh, and then we'll move into uh, diet because diet is really interesting, uh, especially from an athlete. Yeah, sure. And, I, and we actually have just launched a company geared towards food prescriptions. So I'm excited to talk to you about that. Um, so from a routine perspective, I think... It's often challenging because there's so many, so much great advice and so many different tools out there. You know, you can listen to Joe Rogan podcast and you can talk about all these different tools and you can listen to Tim Ferriss and you can listen to Dave Asprey and on and on and on. And you can have a list of hundreds of things to do and you just don't have that time. So you have to figure out what works for you. To me, the best piece of advice that I just give myself, my family and friends is pick one to three things that you can do every single day, no matter what. That could be 10 push-ups. It could be write down one sentence about yesterday. Um, so for me, my routine is very simple. Um, I have a list of things that I want to accomplish for the entire year. And then I walk backwards. So there's X amount of new articles, research articles read. There's X amount of publications. There's X amount of books I read. Um, and then I've got typically a health goal, a fitness goal, and family goal. And every single one of those is measurable. And I break those down on a daily basis. Um, so like, for example, this year, a very random one, there are two random ones. One was to squat 450 pounds again. And the other one was to uh, do 100,000 pushups this year. So I developed my squat program and went on you know, two 12-week cycles of, of these types of squats that we do that kind of helps me lead towards my 
you know, my max day, which is coming up. And then the other one is 100,000 pushups is roughly 78 pushups a day. So I make sure to get roughly 2,100 pushups in per week. And that's just something that just leads me towards, towards my goal. If I'm traveling a lot and I miss those things, it's something that you can make up for. Um, so it's not necessarily about the 100,000 pushups. It's just about having something that provides you a daily baseline and daily discipline. It could be, you know, read three chapters of the Bible every day, right? But as long as it's something that, that can um, enter, that can keep you focused and grounded and can be consistent, I think those are, I think that's a life hack, a life hack of its own. Yeah, I love that. And, uh, you know, talking to a lot of successful entrepreneurs such as yourself, they always have a morning routine. A lot of them wake up early and um, a lot of it's, you know, whatever gets you into that state and flow productivity. The next question is uh, this idea of um, diet and uh, all the athletes I talk to, they're always experimenting with new diets. They don't do mainstream advice. And so there's diet and actually there's something called diet technology, which is really interesting. And talk about, you know, how your approach to diet, fitness, technology, gut health, um, and we'll go into there. Sure. Um, so we just launched a company called Ally. It says A-L-I-R-X, and it just means food prescription in Latin. And what we do is we actually send you a gut health test kit at home. So there is a small stool sample plus uh, finger prick. The finger prick gives you food sensitivity and food allergy testing of hundreds and hundreds of, of ingredients. We actually then take the information that you're uh, ingredients that you're not supposed to put in your body from that test and we actually put it into a food prescription. So we have hundreds of thousands of recipes that are generally healthy. And we then take all the ingredients that you should not have and, and we eliminate any recipe that has those ingredients in them. And then we provide that prescription directly back to you. Um, it's all done online. You can generate your, your weekly shopping list. If you want to cook, you can integrate directly with food delivery services. So the idea is now you not just know what you shouldn't put in your body, but you have direct access to the meals that you should put in your body. So we kind of take the guesswork out of it. And um, the theory around that is that I believe that the large majority of diseases starts with what you put into your body. And it's not just it's something I believe there's actually a direct correlation to over 90% of autoimmune diseases with gut health. So if you have poor gut health, that starts to the imbalance of bacteria starts to permeate the gut lining enters your circulatory system it causes a level of systemic inflammation and that inflammation makes your body under attack making you more susceptible to certain autoimmune diseases and so as that takes place um, your body starts to work against itself not for itself and so you have to learn what to put back into your body and into your gut to start to reverse that process. And that's been our goal with LARX is to not just show people what to put into their body, but help them close the loop in terms of knowing exactly how to do it and kind of activate that dietary recommendation. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, there's so much as, uh, you, you know, as you age, you can't really work the, um, your, you can basically, it's all like 90% diet after, you know, age 40 or so. Um, which is really interesting. And I love this idea of this idea of inflammation, gut health. It's uh, 
relationship between your brain, your gut, and your immune system. It's coming to be a really interesting field. Um, so what's your what's your next venture? How can people contact you, follow you, and reach out to you? Yeah, great. You know, um, so our, our next venture is, is what we've launched. It's just called LARX. So A-L-I, uh, you go on there, you can sign up as, as a member. Um, I'll be sure to uh, include a, uh, a code that you can distribute as well if you'd like to, and that, that'll make sure to give everyone uh, 20% off on their order. Uh, but that's that food prescription business is something that's really near and dear to me. I think it can be a key to helping people unlock the uh, the reason why they may have some issues with their own health, whether it's dietary, they're lethargic, they're not sleeping well, or perhaps they have something that's maybe even a little bit more serious, like early onset autoimmune diseases. Uh, we believe that we can be very helpful for people from that perspective. Um, and uh, you can find me on LinkedIn, just type in Jimmy St. Louis and uh, search for me on LinkedIn. Uh, you can also contact me directly at Jimmy at Alley as well. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. And uh, let's thank um, Jimmy for coming onto the podcast. Uh, like I said, I'm always interested in talking to people on the cutting edge. And with that, thanks so much for coming onto the podcast. Great. Thank you for having me. I really enjoyed the time. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. listening if you liked it be sure to like comment share subscribe we're on everywhere spotify itunes google amazon audible and without much ado be sure to thank this show's sponsors and we'll see you next week